Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here's your hosts, Craig, Paula, and Mark, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Hey folks, and hey, how we doing? It's Craig here from Tiki Central Canada. I'll be your host, your bartender, your mixologist, and hopefully information for the hour. We'll see how it goes. And of course, Mark is here in the studio. How are we doing, Mark? We're doing great. Mark just came from work, so he's been spinning vinyl records all day long. Yeah. Mm. He broke up a sweat. I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't. It's the records that have been spinning, though, right? Yeah. Not you? <laughs> yeah. Well, we've both been spinning. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Fair. <laughs> right in the categories of spin doctors down the aisle there. There we go. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And of course, you heard another voice in there. That's Cam. Unbelievable. Cam is back in the studio with us. It's I'm been, back for revenge. I'm back for revenge. Is it like, was it Revenge of the Nerds Part 2? Well, there's no naked ladies around, so no. <laughs> okay, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so Cam obviously has not been on the show for a while, but we coaxed him into coming um, because Paula was unfortunately wasn't able to show up today. Yeah. Uh, she's got other, um, you know, obligations going on. So, hey, yeah. kudos to that. I'm sure yep. she's listening. And uh, yeah, let's go on with the show. No, so uh, I mean, I guess as the sort of uh, de facto guest here, uh, it's my job to uh, direct me in what which way we're going here. Well, exactly, and I mean, I guess I just have one question. <sighs> just one? <laughs> wow, this is not the cam I know. Because well, cam, for now. you know, okay, for now, okay, there yeah. we go. Many questions, but one for now. There we go. What are we talking about today? So today, beverage wise, the drink we're going to be talking about today is the Don the Beachcomber. Pearl Diver Cocktail. Per, ba, 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 Pearl Diver Cocktail. But, okay, I recognize the name at the beginning of it, so that tells me this is probably one of the more sort of like like old school OG tiki drinks. Exactly. It's one of the original tiki drinks back in 1937 that Don actually had at his location in California at the address, which I did find out, by the way, 1722 North McCadden Place, which opened up in December 5th, 1933. So there's an anniversary coming up there, by the way. And uh, so do you guys know the significance of that location, by the way? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's, uh, no. Okay. It's only, yeah, I'm not, it rings a bell. Okay. So in Hollywood, two blocks over is the TCL Chinese Theater, or also is known as the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's where Star Wars came out. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. 19, was it 77? 77. 77. 77 was a great yeah. year. Star Wars came out, Elvis died, and I was born. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, there you go. So much happened in one year. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I was there just a couple years ago. There's a, tiki, there's a new tiki bar just down the road from there. There you go. Well, there you go. I guess they, you know, they felt like, hey, tradition must carry on. By the way, I actually went into Google Maps and put the location of the original Don the Beachcomber Tiki Bar. And sad to say, when you know when you go into Google, you can actually see like a 360 view of the, the street. Yeah, it's called Street View, dude. Is that what it's called? Street View? Mm. Huh? Dude. Man, okay, little, dude. A little dangling wow. legs. Bruh. <laughs> wow, bruh. Apparently we're in California. Yeah, dude. Oh, anyways, that yeah, dude. Right up, bruh. <laughs> Yo, bruh. Um, it is actually now a piece of grass park. I guess it's like a dog park. 
oh, like a dog walking boy. park because it's a piece of grass, like basically a yard or lawn, uh, fenced off, and then there's buildings on both sides. So I think it's one of those dog walking parks. So I guess the dogs now are the Don the Beachcombers. <laughs> It's like yeah. so. It's a turd receptacle for dogs. Effectively, <laughs> talk about recycling. Can we get? Can we get back to the drink? Sure, let's get back to the drink. Okay, God. <laughs> I know. You. See, you. He, he's here to direct me, put me back on topic. I'm glad okay. that he's here. Here we go. Thank you. Yes. Uh, where did it start? You're like the conductor. You know, like of the orchestra. Like, okay, Craig. Hey, hey, hey. You're off note there. Let's go. Get back into play here. Feels more like a runaway train sometimes. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? I'm not the. You know, you're the more of the conversationist than I am for sure. Anyways, uh, so you're the baloney. I'm the baloney, and you're the, you're the bread. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> uh, no, no, but seriously, back to the drink. Okay. Um, how did it start? Okay, so let's go back. Like I said, so it's a Don the Beachcomber drink. Now, we've mentioned before on the show, Don the Beachcomber was the very first pioneer in bartending that would combine rums together, or any spirit. So before Don the Beachcomber, there was never such thing as taking, like, say... Four different kinds of gin and mixing it into one drink, or hmm. four kinds of vodka and putting it into a drink, or four kinds of rum and put them into a drink. So he was the very first one. He goes, you know what? I'm going to take the same spirit, but from different origins around the world, and combine them together to make one unique drink. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Um. So th this is distinct, though, from like blended rums exactly, or blended yes. whiskeys and that yes. kind of thing. So that so this is like Good a question. separate thing. Like maybe one of the things he would blend in might be a blended drink, like, like a blended uh, spirit unto itself. Exactly. Is that accurate? So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we can actually yeah. have an original spirit and then you can actually have a blended spirit combined All together. All blended. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he actually had a lot of unique ingredients when it came to making drinks. Yeah. How unique are we talking? Like, uh, like Goldschlager? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So one of the ingredients that he used a lot of in some of his drinks was pimento dram liqueur, which, you know, we've, we've had mentioned before in the past. We've had some drinks on it in the past. Mm. Also known as allspice dram. Allspice dram. Mm. Yes. Mm. And, okay. Yeah. And one of the very unique ingredients, especially in this recipe is a gardenia mix, which actually has as butter. I mean, that sounds both alluring and kind of gross. Uh, <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like happy but barfy. Um, but what is gardenia mix? So gardenia mix is a very special Don the Beachcomber mix that I found, actually, the original recipe through Jeff the Beach Bomb Berry. Mm. So it is an elaborate cocktail, a sort of mixture of, like they said, the butter, pimento dram, you get vanilla in there, you get cinnamon in there, and you've got... So there's lots of, like, like various bits layers, of crap kind of thing. Lots of layers yeah. in there, for sure. So so can you, like, give us a breakdown? Like, what is in the drink? So the drink itself, let's go through that. So yeah. actually, going to give you today I'm going to give you guys two recipes. From whom? All right, so the recipes are going to be from Don and Don. Okay, wait, wait. Don, Don, Don? Don Beachcomber and Don the Beachcomber. Oh, okay. Don versus Don. Din, Don, Don. <laughs> what it is, is the uh, reason why it's two different versions of the same creator, Don the Beachcomber, is because he modified the recipe through time. So in other words, when he created the first Don the Beachcomber in California in, uh, like we said, 1930s, he made the uh, Pearl Diver Punch cocktail. And then one of the papa was at when he went to create the Polynesian Village or the Waikiki, no, what actually is known now as the Waikiki Village, and opened in hmm. 1948, he modified the recipe and made a different version of the same drink. So Polynesian Which, Village, Don the Beachcomber, why the difference? So the reason why he made a different brand of tiki bars is because in 1945, he got a divorce from Sunny Sund, 
Yes, that's not her original name either, by the way. <laughs> and so what ended up happening in the divorce decree was he, that he was not allowed to create any more bars in the United States. Basically, Dawn to Beachcombers. Holy crap, that's a pretty harsh... Uh... Well, consider that he made an empire. I mean, he, I think at that point he had probably 20 different locations around the United States. And to say, nope, that's it, she's claiming ownership of that and that you can't build any more under I, that name is insane. That's, I mean, I got to think that, like, especially back in the day, he must have been a real jerk. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. like, well, I, I, I guess I could see Well, him he was as, away at the time. Oh. He was off at the war. He was, of course, oh, uh, serving so, drinks to the officers. Uh, of course. So this that was a little bit about. of a... Yes. No, I, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He so actually, it was kind of a, like, like behind-the-scenes shenanigans. Ooh. So he came back from the war, and she's like, And what? she had already... Ran the, ran uh, the empire. Yeah, so what ended up happening is that he moved to Hawaii, which is not part of the States at that time. At the time, right. Right, and he developed Polynesian Village, which is also now, like I said, known as the Waikiki Village, and the recipe changed. He also established the international marketplace. Yes. Because he knew that the tourists were to be coming to Hawaii, looking for all kinds of Polynesian stuff, and there wasn't any there. So he set up this international marketplace where when tourists would show up in Hawaii, they'd have stuff to buy. Can can you flush that out a little bit? I'm I'm, I'm unfamiliar with quote. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What happened was many years ago, of course, the mm -hmm. uh, the Christians came and wiped out everything in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Cook, as I yeah. Recall. Well, no, yeah. later on. Okay. Like okay. you know, this is when they do the uh, like uh, like, like the proselytizing. And yeah. The, the yep. pineapple plantations and all that kind of stuff. Right. Right. So anything godlike, mm -hmm. Polynesian godlike, was scrubbed. Scrubbed. Yep. And so this literally was like a generation of didn't have this stuff. Right. And so Don the Beachcomber had all this stuff, and he went there and okay. literally started teaching people how to make these things again. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah. Wow. So how the songs and all, like, they still have the ukuleles and all that kind of stuff. Right. But a lot of the um, stuff you would buy for touristy stuff mm -hmm. just didn't exist. That's what I actually read, remember, remember reading in Simping Safari is that when you go to Hawaii during this gen this time, the frame we're talking about here, you didn't see all the stuff you would see in the tiki bars in the States. It was almost like you go there and go, oh, it's Hawaii. It's going to have all this stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. No, and it'd be it very spare. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so it's sort of like an import to Hawaii in a weird way then, right? Exactly, yeah. But okay. Very interesting. <laughs> I remember I, I went to Hawaii. I've only been to Hawaii once and I was in grade three. Uh, so not, you know, super old, but I just remember being in a sort of tourist trappy like souvenir shop shop. And after I'd gotten done looking at all the shark jaws and various chokchis, I noticed that they had a postcard turnstile. And boy, oh boy, were there a lot of naked women on that turnstile. <laughs> and that's really what I remember from Oh, uh, yeah, from of course. Hawaii I trip. knew that was going to come up. Yeah. Later, yeah. Nope. <laughs> well, they're still there. Oh, they, well, that's, the girl, that's they reassuring. They don't look yeah. the same anymore. But. Yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's the same women. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forty years later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Yeah. Not quite the same effect. Yeah. No, no, not no, quite. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> different strokes, etc. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. So that's exactly why he made two different versions of it. Now, um, when we get more in depth into the recipe, I think one of the reasons why he changed the recipe, especially from the rum perspective, is mm. because of supplies. Okay, because because that's what I was wondering. Is that is this sort of a refinement? Or is it a, um, uh, like sort of a compromise? It's like at the time I only I had, think, I think it's a bit of both. I think right. that he basically, he through time realized that changing a couple things would give the, the drink a new fresh look right, or fresh taste. Yeah. Yeah. 
But also, too, I think he had limitations. So one of the ingredients, example, in the first one from California, that not in the second one, is Jamaican rum. Yeah, and so I mean, I call taste talking, a tongue look. So Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, to get Jamaican rum back in the 40s to Hawaii... That's probably, a hell of a trip. That's, that's yeah. a journey. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think yeah, that was some... because everything's imported in Hawaii, right? Yeah. Now, what is the Hawaiian... Because I know, I think I we had for Norma's birthday, her 50th birthday, we had all these tropical uh, beers, and there was one I had from Hawaii. I think it's called the Big Wave or something. Yeah. But did you and any other beers that are from Hawaii? Well, or? they have a number of craft breweries there now because, once again, it costs so much to bring in. Uh, they started making their own. So that's the Kona Breweries. Yes. And uh, they have a really great beer down there. Oh, I love that beer. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. The Big Wave is actually very popular. I've, and you can get it almost any place now. I've had a really, really nice tropical IPA, which I believe was imported from Hawaii as well. And it, it's probably part of the same sort of brewing, yeah. you know, group. But yeah, nice. very yeah. tasty beer. Yeah, yeah very nice. much so. Cool. All right. So let's go through the recipe. So we're going to go through yeah. the, let's go through the so first recipe. Two recipes here. Right. So we go through the first recipe, which is called the Pearl Diver Punch. So the word punch is in the first one and not in the second one. Mm. Okay. So this is going to be three quarters of an ounce of Demera rum. Now we actually did use an El Dorado eight year rum, which if Cam remembers way, way back, we actually did in the rum tasting last year. Um, I so, will admit that 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 my memories of that evening are, are <laughs> a little vague, a, a bit a bit smeared, uh, a little cloudy. You, you know, like if you make a watercolor and then you accidentally spill some coffee on it or something. <laughs> um, but I, I that name does ring a bell. Yeah. So one of the things I have about the Demir rum is like, and people always ask me, well, what's the difference between Demir rum, regular rum? And this is an easy analogy to to put it into place is that if you make a coffee, say with your white sugar, like mm. you normally would, right? But then you take the same coffee and you make it with, you know, brown sugar. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to get more of a molasses. You're going to get more caramel in there. It's going to have a little more texture to it. So Well, and that's definitely something I remember from the rum tasting is the distinction between, like you said, sort of the, the table sugar and the more like brown sugar molasses-y stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's very distinct and yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that, yeah, so it's gonna be three quarter ounce of that, and then we're gonna do one and a half ounces of gold, gold Puerto Rican rum, which we used uh, Bacardi for that one, and then a half ounce of gold Jamaican rum. Now I did use Plantation for that. Um, that's one of the ones we again we used in the rum tasting one. Right. I have to say that that golden Jamaican sounds like it could almost be the name of a wrestler from the nineteen eighties. Lube them up. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. What was that guy that used to? Um, he was in Mexico. Oh my God, I can't remember his name. Was it Superfly? Superfly Savage. Yeah, he would fly off the top rope. He wasn't Mexican. He was a black dude, but he was cool as hell. Yeah, and he'd do this like crazy flip off the back, uh, off the top turnbuckle. Oh, I thought he was uh, Superfly Savage. Yeah. I thought he was a Cuban or something. Or oh, maybe he was. Yeah, I th I'm thinking. Like, yeah. Mark's like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you not watch wrestling when you were younger, there, Mark? Or no? no by that time, I was, I was over that phase. <laughs> I'm, I'm like. What? I'm like a way back, you know, I'm going back to... Uh, oh, no, you know what? It, it wasn't Superfly Savage. It was Superfly Stuka. Yes, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had the, uh, he had the, yeah. like, the um, Tarzan shorts. Remember, he had the, yes. the, the cheetah shorts. And I think yeah. he and got in trouble and was convicted a few years ago, but then died. No. Of some nasty stuff. Yeah. yeah no, see, I was the wrestling generation before that. Oh, right, and, so like Gorilla uh, uh, Monsoon and, and those uh, guys? like, you know, and the, uh, the Sofrere, so Partenaire, uh, Lac-Saint-Jean, Quebec. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I remember okay. him. I remember yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, Mad yeah, Dog yeah. Vachon. Yeah. Actually, I saw Mad Dog, believe it or not, at an Electric Light Orchestra concert. No way. At the Ottawa Civic Center. No way. We had, they're doing the show, right? And all of a sudden, I guess they were doing the wrestle thing out in the Civic Center proper. 
right. like outside Lansdowne. Right. Right. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden there's, there's Mad Dog just standing there on the curtains, like behind the drummer. No and it was just like, way. And I was like, ah, people look at like, 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 Amazing. Yeah. yeah. It was just oh like, my God. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Maybe so, we should so, get so, back to the recipe. Yeah. Maybe? Sorry, man. Sorry. Yeah, okay. okay. So, so, so you're at, uh, uh, the Jamaican the gold, the rum, the rum. And, uh, so let's go on through the rest of the recipe. So that's all your rums right there. Here we go. It's so three rums mixed into the thing. Whole uh, lot of rum. Whole mm. lot of rum. And Mark was uh, very happy with Very that. happy with the rums. Yes. <laughs> I did notice actually when we were making it, it's funny because Mark goes, Craig, I see a lot of rum going in, but I don't see a lot of anything else going in. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like saying, well, and you're complaining? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and? Yeah. Oh. No, that's not Mark's style. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not Mark's style at all. All right, so then you're going to do is add a teaspoon of fleurum. Now, if you don't have fleurum, like you're in the States, you can buy fleurum over the shelf. Uh, we but you can have, also make it, right? You can also make it, yes, yeah. from episode 17, way, way back. Holy crap, you know pilot. the episode? Yes, because I remember us, damn. Yeah. Us, us doing the test pilot. That mm -hmm. was the one we did. Uh, three quarters ounce of lime juice, which actually by accident I did not mix into this one. I am so sorry. It was still very, very tasty. It was still very good. Oh, yeah, the butter. You can taste the butter for sure. Yeah. Uh, one ounce of orange juice was in there. Uh, three quarters ounces of that gardenia mix. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to give you guys the gardenia mix recipe separate on the uh, website and on the recipe page. Cause I'm not gonna go through it on the podcast itself. It is. Um, yeah, so what is in it though? Yeah. So let's go through that one. So actually it's going to have honey in there. It's going to have vanilla in there. Palmetto dram or allspice dram as Mark would put it. Mm. Cinnamon and butter. Do you ever remember the, uh, this was like in the 80s, but there were these parquet margarine commercials where there'd be like a, uh, a box of parquet margarine and it would go, butter. Yes. You know what I'm, oh, Sadly, it, I, do, I yeah, do remember. Yeah, yeah. No, that's like, like seared onto my memory. What was the other one where it's like, that's not butter? I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah. Spray. <laughs> no, it was, um, there was one where it, that was not butter because it would be like margarine or something, but it tastes like butter. Yeah. yeah I can't go, believe it's not butter. It's not butter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sure it was all parquet. <laughs> yeah. Every one of them. Oh my God. Fabio did a whole series of commercials for them. It was awesome. <laughs> Fabio. Oh my God. Fabio. Oh, jeez. I loved how he went on a roller coaster and, and got, got hit in the face by a, by a bird. seagull. Yeah. <laughs> mine. Mine. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> broke that famous nose of his. Uh, poor Fabio. It just made him look more rugged, though. Yeah, that's God right. damn it. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. He needed a little lead, a little cleanup, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Knocked his nose back into <laughs> shape. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Put that on a romance cover. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my recommendation, actually, when you do make this special gardenia mix, is to make it uh, prior, just prior to making this the, the drink. Because... Because of the butter, it will, first of all, separate and harden. So mm. then it's really hard to work with then. So the best thing to do is try to make this just before you make the recipe. Does does the butter kind of like break down a little bit in the alcohol or? Yeah. Like so, well, the, the key to the butter I, I found right away, like if you guys saw me mixing it, is that it has to be really super soft. Like okay. it has to be like, like room ultra, temperature, ultra room temperature, yeah. ultra room temperature, sitting out for a day or two, whatever. And right. then like, let it, yeah. So then it's almost like you, you go to grab it. It's almost like melting in the, in the bowl already. Kind of like how I leave out my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> like let it melt in your mouth. Well, no, I mean like, you know, sometimes it's better the next day it's right. it's at true. room temperature. No, hey, pizza, cold pizza is the best thing in the morning. I love that. That's yeah, yeah. for sure. Burn yeah. 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 Room temperature pizza is the best. <laughs> That's right. You know that cold coffee and warm ice cream are the same temperature? 
cold coffee and warm ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I had to say that. You know what? The funny thing is I actually had to say it again. Boys, boys to... I think I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. Mark just blew my mind. <laughs> the funny thing is actually I had to say it again, like repeat what you said, so I got it. Like it just <laughs> It took a second to absorb it like You beautiful <laughs> bastard. <laughs> so we're a cooking show now. I know, I kinda of felt like Martha stood upstairs with a whisk and a bowl and uh all right, folks, we're going to make in these fish. No, no offense, Craig, but you wouldn't last a second as long as Martha did in prison. Oh, I know. I know. She'd have me up against the wall for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she would violate me right away. I'm sure she would. <laughs> yeah. So, so the recipe, original recipe that I found for this actually does say to put it into a saucepan. Um, I didn't do it that way because I did find another one where it said you could do either a blender or using a mixing bowl and a whisk. And uh, that's the process I did. The key to it, I think, when I made this particular ingredient of Don's was that the butter has to be really soft, like room temperature. So so once you've gotten it to that point, yes, I got to ask. Shaken or stir? Oh, man. Classy. There we go. And by the way, we I'm have a class to... Ash. There we go. We have to mention, because this exact same way that Cam uh, just asked that question, mm. we have to mention on the show, because we yeah. are all fans of Sean Connery. Sir Sean. Yes, right. Sir Sean. Sean, mm. unfortunately, passed away this week uh, at 90. Merry old age of 90. So, 90 years uh, old. Awesome. That we could all be so lucky. Yeah, so the original James Bond. Um, he also did some other movies right afterwards, of course. He's a whole slew of movies he did. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, don't tell. Oh, my God. You can't discredit Sean Connery now. Okay, you just, I just like, showed Craig a photo I can't, of Sardar's. I can't un- that is classic. I, yeah. You know, what, I, you know what the thing is? I know Quality. I can't unsee that now. Oh, look at those hairy thighs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here's just that thing, and folks. The, and the Nancy Sinatra boots. Oh, oh, oh man. Hey, they were made for walking. Yeah, you know? I know. Yeah. Clearly, it was a mistake on his career. Okay? Are you yeah. kidding? <laughs> that movie is awesome. Yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> I don't know if like, because of the outfit now I should watch the movie or not, because like, Zardoz? I can't oh. unwatch that now. I can't unseen it. Oh, it's a classic <laughs> cult movie. You gotta watch it. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, and true. believe me, that that shot of Sir Sean with the six shooter and the weird getup is just the tip of the iceberg oh, of the weirdness no. of this movie. Do you know what that reminds There's me? There's giant Easter Island heads that fly in from outer space and stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's something else. Well, here's here's the flip the coin of that. When you show me that picture, all I can think about is the reverse side of that, which is Barbarella. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Barbarella. Yeah. Same corny B yeah. flick kind of and movie. You, you don't get much more B than when Sean's D is in a, <laughs> you know, red one piece, like I said. Oh my God. Anyway, so yes, yeah, so you're going to be doing some cooking or some mixing on this, but. Again, shaken or stirred. Oh, yes, that's I right. I do got all day, you jerk. <laughs> that's what we are, yes. Yeah, you punts. You wee cheeky bandy monkey. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yes, you're going to actually blend and double strain this. At the same time? No, 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 no. So what you're going to do is you're going to take all those ingredients, uh, you're going to blend them with six cr- ounces of crushed ice, and yes, I, I crushed my ice today, mm. um, yeah, into the blender and blend for 20 seconds. And then what you're going to do is you're going to double strain that into a double old-fashioned mug or a tiki mug like Mark's got. Okay, you know, Mark's so or Mark's there. Uh, the intent here then is to not have ice go into the drink. That's right. From blending, you can double strain that, so there's no ice in there. It's just the ingredients. Okay, but we had ice in our drinks. Yeah, so, actually, well, two reasons why you're doing this, double straining. One, to get all the excess butter, or from that... Butter. 
Yeah, exactly. From that strained out of the drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get the taste of it, but you don't get the over fatness of it, I guess. Sure. Yeah. And then also what you could do is you could put fresh ice in there and then top it with some crushed ice and then garnish that with a pineapple leaf and orchid. No, oh, fancy. Yeah, I know. Eh? It's so tr- so tiki, yeah. so tiki like. Mm. If you want to get really fancy, you get an actual um, uh, an actual cup mug glass. made of pineapple. Yeah, that's right. It's not made of pineapple, no. But oh, that would be good though. That would be good. <laughs> oh, I thought you could like carve yeah. out a pineapple and dump Here some booze in it. Yeah. Like, no, you can get the actual um, the glasses from Beach Bumberry now. Yes, oh, the pole oh. diver glasses. That's right. Okay. Yes, yes. So let's explain to people if you're like, well, what the hell's a pearl diver glass? So sounds Jeff, a bit dirty. <laughs> I'm diving, diving, <laughs> and diving. I'm for going, pearls. going down. Mm, Isn't it something like you know? Was it the Aerosmith, the video? Uh, no, it's the beginning of the song. Loving an elevator, going. living it up when I'm going. That's down. Uh, karaoke hour here, apparently on Tiki Central. Yeah. Going down, Mr. Tyler. Uh, anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> so pearl diver glass is okay. Now Mark's got his version of this definition. I'll give you my visual aid. So what it is, is basically take a columns glass about three quarters of the way up in size. And then what you got to do is you got to put a coupe glass, the, the bowl part of it mm-hmm. on top. So is, is that basically so like, like the coupe or the cup there at the top? Um, it's all the crushed ice. Holds the ice. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Now, Mark, you said you have a different thought and process yeah, of this. It's like, a, it's like a hurricane glass with a straight bottom. And so that, yes, that's what a pulled diver glass would look like. Yes. We'll have the picture. On the website, of course, of the drink, so you can take a look if you want to. Um, but again, well, that's great. Whatever glass you have, hey. That no, hey, well, and that's fantastic. But uh, can we get to the next version? Yeah. So this is now going to be the Dawn to Beachcomber from Waikiki Village, Hawaii, and this is called the Pearl Diver, not the Punch. Now, what you can find in this one is What's that this. Well, let's break it down. Mm. So it's going to be a half ounce of gold Puerto Rican rum. You can mm. use Bacardi rum for that if you want to. Mm. Half ounce of that Demera rum we talked about, the El Dorado. So you can see there's no gold rum whatsoever. The reduction in volume of rum. So in other words, the other one had about two and three quarters of rum. This one only has um, two ounces of rum compared right. to the other one. Right. Also, too, this one does not have fleurum, but also is going to have bitter. So let's go through the rest of the recipe. So it's, it's, it's less diluted, though, I guess, hey? It, or, it's, it's less less punch for sure, less rum, right? And okay. then um, instead of the florum, you're going to do bitters instead, right? I, I'm pretty sure my my interpretation of that is because maybe florum was a hard thing to come by in Hawaii again. I know there's supply right. and demand yeah, things, like so in all maybe the various ingredients and, and bitters is everywhere worldwide, so you can get it anywhere. Easy peasy. Yeah. Yep. So the rest of the recipe is half ounce of lime juice, half ounce of orange juice. So you can see now there's a reduction in the amount of juice going into it and a half ounce of the Don's Beachcombers, the Gardenia mix we talked about, and then a dash of bitters. Oh, do you shake it? Yes. Do you stir it? Put it on a stick? <laughs> <laughs> Jalapeno on a stick. Yes, senor. Oh, um, anyway, so yes, um, we're going to do the exact same thing you did in the last one, which is going to be blending all those ingredients with crushed ice, and then double straining that into a mug or tiki glass of some kind, and then garnishing it the exact same way with a pineapple leaf and an orchid. And uh, that is it for the second cocktail. So, yes, so you can see there's some variations in there. Not a lot, but he reduced the rum and changed a little bit of the, the juices in there for yourself. Where did you get the recipe? So the recipe I got, and of course, thank God, you know, he's been a savior for the entire time we've done this uh, show, is Tiki expert Jeff the Beach Bomb Berry, mm. and in his book, The Sipping Safari. He's a real expert. 
Mm. He is a real expert mm. for mm. sure. Mm. He knows his stuff. He spent 10 years in quotations research um, doing this. And so, yes, yeah, so there's Sipping Safari. If you're not quite sure how to get the book, just let me go onto our cool link page and you'll find a link on there for Sipping Safari, which is one of the original books that he wrote. Yeah, I was actually, uh, when we went to his bar there in New Orleans, I had the Pontchartrain Pearl Diver. Ah. It's a, his variation on it. Very nice. Yeah, there's very, actually, very nice. There's mm. a there's a lot of bars that actually have um, the Pearl Diver on their menu for sure. Did you know? I, I did did not. <laughs> okay, well, apparently we've got a new version of uh, how we're doing that now. Okay. <laughs> Cam's bringing some uh, life to the show here. Here we go. That's yeah, like jazz, you know? You got to hear to the I did not, you didn't hear. That's right. And uh, it's, the, it's the part of the I did and the not. not. It's the space. Indeed. That's like, jazzy. Very jazzy of you. Yeah. There you go. I like it. It's got some culture to it. You it's got not, it. It's not what you put in, it's what you take, take out. Take out. Uh, <laughs> so the Diver Cocktail also featured in Steve Crane's The Luau menu as well. Now, you've mentioned before, Mark, I'll see I know Ray. No, I don't know Ray. I got to meet Mace. Ray. I got to meet you Ray's family. You can call family. me Ray. Yeah, and you can call me Jay. Uh, Steve Crane was a Hollywood gadabout who pretended to have a lot more money than he really did. Mm. A true. Gatsby. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then he opened up this place called the Luau in downtown Hollywood and attracted the best and brightest and the most beautiful. Uh, and uh, but he did it all the right way. He had a great menu. He had great mugs. He had. He even had like a turnstile in the middle of the, uh, the bar, uh, for chopsticks for the rich and famous. All right. They actually had their own individual names or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I remember that. You that kind of that. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. And then they opened, then they opened up the Contiki's, mm -hmm. which were all over the country. There was one in Chicago and there was even one in Montreal. Right. And mm -hmm. so Ray Buell was part of that whole process, Well, right? Ray was part of the beginning and then he would don the, don the beachcomber and then, and then himself. Mm -hmm. So do you think that Ray kind of carried over the Pearl Diver from Don's to the Luau? In some way, maybe? No idea. No, okay. I, I have no clue. Whatsoever. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah and okay. uh, I, I can guess and fake it, but... I... <laughs> that would be fake news, folks. Fake yeah. news. <laughs> Welcome well, to know, my just, world. Yeah. <laughs> just pretend like you know something and talk really, really affirmatively. and That's right. And yes. Can, yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely. No, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, wait. So Cam can confirm this because Cam is one of my regulars at the bar. Okay, and this happens now. Unfortunately, back in the old days before Google and phones, yeah. you couldn't do this. I gotta be at the bar. This is I wish I was still regular. I know it's not existing right now. The Metamucil isn't oh. helping at all, and it's, <laughs> it's I'm getting worried. So, okay, so let me paint you the picture of the situation. We're all sitting at the bar. I say a fact. This is back, say, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. You guys would have to buy that fact because there's no way of checking it at the moment That's until right. you get home. That's now, right. Oh, yeah, and I am that guy, just to be clear. So Cam yeah. now, when he hears someone saying a fact, he is like, hang on a second, Google, blah, 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 blah. And he's fact-finding right on the queue, right on, on, the, on the site. I'm what they call a BS caller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like there's... Mm -hmm. Really? Like, oh, <laughs> really? Oh, wow. Wow. Ah. Man, I should look into that. Yeah. Uh, Man, what happened to Sears? I mean, I've just got a house. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, so, yeah, so Cam is now our, our bar, at our bar, he's like the fact-finder. He's the, the bullshit, he's, like you said, the bullshit... I'm the uh, Cliff Clavin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, Sammy, what you got there, Sammy, is, uh, you know... <laughs> I do not work for the post office, just to be clear. <laughs> not yet, anyway. 
Fair. Fair. Um, uh, but I also carry in my pocket the knowledge of all of human civilization. I don't know if you folks have heard about this, but it's this crazy new technology called the interwebs. Um, and, you know, one of these days, it's really going to take off. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that cats are going to really make a comeback. Because <laughs> he has a cat. That's all right, so let's some, you know, we always talk about soap operas, so here we go. So Steve Crane's soap opera, Tiki Soap Opera. So he married Lena, Lena Turner, Lana Turner. Lana. Lana Turner. Lana Turner. So yes, he married Lana Turner. Even I know that, Craig. Come on. Wow. He's back and he's, uh. <laughs> Sassy. There we go. So yes, he married Lana Turner in 1942. Do you guys know how the relationship started? No. no? Okay, so this is going to be like the Tiki Soap Opera afternoon. We'll paint the picture for you guys. So the story starts off that he mentions nonchalantly that he actually owns a tobacco business when he meets her. Mm, and uh, so basically that he finds, you know, shows her that, you know, I'm not a boring person. I have this vibrant life. And so money is not an issue, of course, for him. Mm. You know, this mm. is what he plays himself off as. And so after chatting with hours, by the time he took her home, they were already falling in love. Wow. But, 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 but hey, wait, just like, just like a soap opera. <gasps> Things turn. Only, aye, aye, aye. only three weeks later, okay, they get married. Okay, bump, 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 bump. Suspense. Dun, 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 dun. Well, what ends up happening is that Crane and Turner were married in night. Uh, sorry, in uh, July seventeenth, nineteen forty-two, but was short-lived because <gasps> Crane forgot <gasps> to mention that he's not divorced yet from his first wife. Oh, about that. Yeah, about that. Oh, excuse me, Kurtz. Forgot to mention. What? Being not being divorced yet. Yes. So, yeah. oh, did God. I mention it? No, Honey. no, said that's what he said. Oh, yeah, by the way. So, <laughs> this is, is going to be a bit awkward, but I feel like it's best to clear the air before you hear about it from somebody else. Before you read it in the papers. Turns out I still, have a secret other family. I'm still married. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, Turner quickly annuls the marriage and Good Crane her. receives her, his finalized divorce from the original first wife. Okay, mm. and then when it's happening is, of course, this hits the columns. Like the tabloids. Sure, the tabloids sure, sure. blow up. Yeah. Here's where the whole twist comes into play. After discovering that she's pregnant, you know, with his kid. Oh, dear. Turner remarries Crane in 1943. Yeah, to make an honest woman out of her kid. There you go. Oh. And her daughter, Cheryl Crane, was born in July 25th, 1943. So now we're only... So her daughter's not a bastard, or whatever the female version of that is. <laughs> So, Nick, so if you think about it now, the time frame we're on right now is about a year. Okay. Okay. So they've been basically they met three weeks later to get married, married her up, divorced, have a kid, remarried, remarry in 1940. Uh, sorry, uh, yes, in 1943, have the kid, and then basically get divorced in <laughs> August of 44. Wow. Talk about a drama scenario. Yeah. A roller coaster marriage. Talk about living oh, fast. Jesus. Yeah. Now living you said fast, you, divorcing soon. Here you yeah. go. Yeah. Now you said you had some cool facts yeah. after this. Yeah, because mm. this all relates back to our Sean Connery thing. Yes. Because she ended up marrying this gangster goof guy. Yes. He was, he was apparently just a... <laughs> gangster. This guy apparently was a real doofus. He used to beat her and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And he was insanely jealous. And she was doing a movie shoot over in England. Yes. Mary Old. And uh, the co-star was none other than Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Mm. And apparently he wasn't supposed to be there, but jealous idiot husband shows up and he actually goes on set with a gun. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, and Sean Connery goes like, a, what's all this then? And kind of thing. And just walks over, gives the guy a smack in the side of the head, takes the gun out of his hand and says, get out of here. Never come back. <laughs> 
That's so James Bond to him right That's there. That's very classy. That's very yeah. James Bond right yeah. there. You can just see it, too, just walking over. You always wonder if he's like, so is this like a prop or something? Like, yeah, yeah, a real gun? yeah, yeah. And they're like, uh, Sean, that was... Uh... That was a real gun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that was... wasn't a scene that was movie. part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the story gets even better, though, about mm. poor Lana. Yes. And uh, the uh, goof guy. Yes. Uh, apparently beating her one night. Oh, mm. no. And the daughter doesn't like this. Now, now a little bit grown up. Yes. Mm. And uh, so she grabs a kitchen knife and stabs him repeatedly in the back and kills him. Oh, my God. This should be a soap opera. Taking <laughs> care of business. And Jeez. So apparently, that became, wow. that was one of the first trials of the century. Oh. Wow. Okay. Isn't that before, before OJ. Yeah. Before for OJ. OJ. Sort of a fatty yeah. Arbuckle situation. Yeah, a little exactly. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, wow. Yeah, did, you, a, did you have Perry Mason as a lawyer? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> your Honor, I want to throw the whole case out it's of like the way. like, Your Honor, Andy Griffith. <laughs> no, it's not Andy Griffith, is it? No, he was Matlock. Yeah, Never mind. Matlock. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, yeah, it'd be Perry Mason versus Matlock. Oh, that's God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mistrial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so apparently uh, they said that uh, reporters were... Or the report was at the time that Lana gave while she was on the stand was the greatest performance of her career. Oh, yeah. she yeah. probably was in tears. <laughs> yeah. So everybody got off, so it was all great. Then the guy, the dead guy, died. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, and let's be honest here, folks. It is inevitable. This is tight. So in the meantime, let's get loaded on tiki drinks. Yay! Yay! On that note. There we go, so folks, that's all the show we've got for you. So basically, that's a lot of information we got there for you. Two recipes that um, both Cam and Mark loved. Uh, what did you, you guys think? I didn't even ask you guys. What'd oh, you that was really drink? great. It's delicious. Have, yeah. I'd have five of those. <laughs> Mark, you'd have five of anything. Come on out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, what's your point? Yeah. Yes, and? <laughs> And can we just follow along with you? Like, well, keep it coming. Here we go. Hey, one in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Do as the Romans do. Mm. All right. So anyways, yes. So let's everybody who we are. We are www.tikicentralcanada.ca. All one word. Dot com. There we go. Hey, I have not heard that in a while. It's so nice to hear that. Mm. And uh, yeah, so on that page, you will see the recipes to this show. We also see all the links to the show. We will have a video link to all how to make the Pearl Diver. Also the links to how to make the Gardenia mix, the Donna Beachcomber ingredient there. And also, too, we have our episode page and our recipe page, which is very easy to navigate. You just click on the link. It brings you down to where you want to go. And then if you want to go back to the top, you just arrow through the top. And uh, also, do we have our subscribe page? Please do subscribe. Please, please. We'll uh, have Cam mow your lawn for you if you uh, act now. And uh, That better be a euphemism for something. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you just take it any way you want. This is an all-age show, so I'm not going to implement anything into it. There we go. <laughs> Although, just like we said last week with Mark there, do lock up your liquor cabinet, okay? And... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's good advice. There you go. That's right. <laughs> that's never bad I'm not, advice. I'm not gonna argue. That's 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 solid advice. There we go. And so also we do have a cool link page where you will also find the Sipping Safari Jeff the Beach Bomberry book. Um it is not in Kindle, unfortunately. So uh, if you are a Kindle person like me, you're not gonna find it there. You will find the hard copy though. And uh yeah, so anyways, we're gonna go off and make some drinks here, guys. Thank mm. you for listening and uh stay tuned to the next show. Guys, how we doing? All good? How good to go? We're all good. All, all right, good. all the glasses are empty, so I guess we're going to have to go off and make some more drinks. Let's do it. All right, off and running, guys. Thank you for listening, and see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Life is fleeting. <laughs> he had to add something in there, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, 
but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink? Clean my clitter litter, let me outside, and that's it. <laughs> Clitty litter? Kitty litter. Yeah, clitty, clitty litter. We're not going there. Yeah, we're not going there. This is an old not... show. Oh, mercy. Yeah, family show, so, family show. So you're in the suburbs now. You can't say yeah. things like that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>